I want to see what Pepsi owns now. What? Bro, when oh, you, hold okay. on. Bro, they own Tropicana, Quaker Oats, Stacy's Pita Chips, Aunt Jemima, Naked Juice, Starbucks Bottled Beverages, which I'm not even sure how that's possible. Gatorade and Propel. <laughs> they own Gatorade? Yeah, they own Riceroni and Pastoroni. They own Doritos, Phil! <laughs> they own Cheetos! Phil, Pepsi might have Coca-Cola beat. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite podcast. Ladies and gents, we're just going to jump right into it. We're on Discord today for this public episode because your boy is recovering from COVID. I had COVID this week. Uh, I didn't say anything at all on any social media. I felt pretty good. I just wanted to tell you guys about some of my symptoms, let you guys know about how I was doing. Basically, for me, the worst thing that I felt was just a sore throat that was lingering for a couple of days. I had body aches like one of the days. Other than that, I just, I sound way more sick than I am. Like I'm very congested. I have a lot of mucus going on. But for the most Swine. part, I'm built different, man. I'm just, I'm assembled differently, Phil, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. Listen, we got to keep Phil safe out here. So we were like, let's be smart. Let's do a nice Discord episode. Today's actually my birthday. If you guys are watching this the day that it goes up, January 9th. So can we get some Yo. happy birthday hype up in the chat, baby? We're talking from the future. So how do you feel being 26? Being 26, dude, it's it's fantastic, man. I mean, you what know. What do you like about it? I just feel like I wake up in the morning and the sky is more blue. The birds are louder when they chirp. And my sweatshirts just fit me just a little bit better, Phil, you know? <laughs> Pretty. Is that because you're is that because you're growing or because oh yeah my growth spurt is soon to come you know i'm 5'4 right now but i figure by the time i hit 27 28 i'll be at least 6'2 at least <laughs> could you imagine we just continue to grow would be so weird i feel like i would look really weird if i was tall but there's all these surgeries now that could like break your shins put them back together break your shins put them back together and then all of a sudden you gain like five inches of height when i ever do that fuck no i just drank my zero sugar vitamin waters I think you can only go to like Russia for that. Yeah. Everything that is like experimental when it comes to surgeries, it's in Russia. Everything. Or Turkey. Or Turkey. Turkey's good for the hair loss, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to visit all the different countries to get the different surgeries. Dude, isn't it great that Turkey and Hungary are very close to each other on the map? I also it's don't fantastic. even know if that's true. It might be completely false, but I feel like it's true. I don't think they're that close. Are they not? I don't know. Can we, we get a, a, can we get a fact check in the comments, please? I feel like they're very <laughs> close to each other. Are there any preventative surgeries you want to get? Because the new thing is like preventative Botox. Have you heard of that? Um, I've heard of Botox, preventative Botox. I'm not sure. You just basically get Botox before you even start like aging, <laughs> aging. And then it just keeps you youthful. Yeah. I don't know about that. I, listen, I'm not against Botox, but I feel like there's a lot of people that don't do Botox properly. Or under the proper guidance of like a well-professional, you know, seasoned doctor. Right. Uh, some of the Botox situations, man, they're not looking too good. They're not looking too hot. You're telling me you're not attracted to 48-year-old lizards? Um, Maybe 35-year-old lizards, but that's pretty much where I draw the line. Right. Yeah. Also, just lizards in general aren't that attractive, you know. To be you want to know something you, pretty, pretty weird? Sure. My cousin and I, we went disc golfing, right? Okay. And for Christmas, he got a packet of jerky. Ooh. And in this jerky was a bunch of different animals from the animal kingdom mixed with beef. Okay. In the meat sticks. Okay. So my cousin had camel and then I tried alligator or crocodile. Alligator beef jerky. I think it was crocodile. 
what was the consistency like? Did it did it feel and taste like a jerky? Bro, it tasted like a reptile. I'm not yeah, even you're kidding. Swallowing <laughs> scales out here, my guy. It was really not that great. It tasted like beef with a hint of fish. I'm actually really tempted to try that. I wonder if alligators have good protein intake. One thousand percent. Yeah. For fucking sure. When I was at the uh, the airport, we were trying to find a snack and literally none of the places that were selling food didn't have a line that was around the fucking corner. So we went into this like little kiosk situation. It was like a little snack shack type of place. And uh, there were beef jerkies that weren't made with beef. So there was like a chicken jerky and a turkey jerky. And I'm turkey not going to lie. Good. Turkey jerky, dude, slap the chicken jerky. It had like nine different flavors. I don't know mm. if you guys have ever had a jerky that has nine different flavors. I was satisfied, but you got to drink a lot of water. That's the problem with beef jerky. You can't, bro, can't just have jerky with no drink. You'll fucking die. The camel jerky smelled like a fucking foot. <clears throat> it was just not it. <laughs> that is not it. Oh, by the way, real quick. Can you let everybody know where you got this? Because I posted on social media for the first time. You got this for me for Christmas last year or the year before last year. It might have been two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, and everyone's like, yo, where'd you get that? I'm like, I don't know. Phil got it for me. But yeah, I posted this on my IG story, bro. People were bugging out. You just like get this at like a Spencer's or something? I got it at like a boutique and I don't remember where. Yeah, no, this is custom. I think it's just a regular bottle and then they put like Mario stickers on it. This might be a one of one. I think it is bespoke. I don't think you guys can get that. I'm sorry. Say that word again, Phil. Bespoke. Bespoke. Look at that. You, you know are, about you that? are quite the thespian lately. Thank you. Yeah. But speaking um, of thespian, let's let's hear it. Let's let's what do you got? I watched a movie last night that was like critically acclaimed on Netflix called The Lost Daughter. The Lost Daughter? Bro. If you want an award-winning film, you have to do up close shots. Mm. Gotta have French music. Mm-hmm. And you have to have an unsatisfying ending. <laughs> ah, those classic unsatisfying endings, huh? Bro. The ones that leave you going, why the fuck would they do that? I understand it's more realistic, but why the fuck would they do that? Or just what did I just watch and why did I just watch it? Do you want to spoil the entire ending for us and just let us know, like, what did you see that got you so tilted? No, I won't do that, but I'll tell you the synopsis. Okay, yeah, break it down for us. So it's about this woman who goes on holiday because she's British. Okay. Basically a vacation in Greece. Mm Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really speak a lot. There's not a lot of dialogue, but you can tell that something's off with her. Like mm-hmm. she has her demons. Okay. And she just watches other families like 24 mm-hmm. seven. And you get to learn a little bit about her and it cuts back to her younger self when she was raising daughters. Okay. And she was just not a good mom. Mm-hmm. And the whole theme of the entire movie is motherhood and like being a good mother or being what they call an unnatural mother, like somebody who was thrown into motherhood and wasn't really prepared for it. Okay. So she happens to fall into that latter category. Okay. So it's like really depressing watching her interact with her kids in the flashbacks. And then she meets a family in Greece that has a young kid and the kid has a doll and the woman becomes obsessed with the doll and steals it from the kid while everyone's not looking. Okay. And the family that she stole it from is like mafia. They're mobbed up. They don't want to cross them. So now she's going to get murdered by the mafia. I'm not going to go there, but there's a lot of the whole thing is just sad. The only happiness is that small moment where the the kids have the doll. Yeah. Damn. 
And she's just a horrible person that's like revealed throughout the movie. And like, it's mm. like, do you feel bad for her? And then the ending, something happens. And it, the ending is clever in the sense that you kind of make up your own ending. Okay. Because I'm not going to go there. You just got to watch it if you want to. <laughs> Are you a fan of that, though? Let's break that down a little bit, because there's one particular ending that comes to mind. And I won't spoil anything, but the Sopranos ending, right? I never saw it. That but. is a very open ended. You kind of have to figure out for yourself how it ended. And here's the thing. There is beauty in that art, but there's also a lot of frustration in that art. I sometimes like to know what the fuck happened. Put it right in front of me. Lay it on the table. I want to see what's bad. going on. Breaking Bad. Yes, you know exactly. Well, even Breaking Bad was a little open-ended, wasn't it? Because I remember eh. when... I, I'm going to go minor spoilers for Breaking Bad. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad yet, you might want to skip forward a little bit. Here's the thing. When it ends and he has his hand on the, on the machine and he falls and there's blood, right? I remember when El Camino was coming out. People were like, yo, is Walter still alive? But then it turns out, they announce it like right at the beginning of the movie. He's not. He did die there uh, in the meth lab. But right. even that was like... If you don't see that body, dude, and they don't confirm it in the show, I mean, who knows? The Sopranos, yeah. though, that is as open-ended as it gets. You have to, like, do research upon research to figure out exactly what happens at the end. And again, it's there's pros and cons. It's cool because you can do the research and figure out, oh, no, that's what happened. But then the, you know, the director and the creator of the show is like, it's an open-ended ending. You don't know yeah. what's going to happen. It's like, ah, come on. I want to know what have happens to seen... my favorite characters. Have you ever seen The Grey featuring Liam Neeson? No, but I love Liam Neeson. Excellent actor. Okay, so I'll give you a, a small synopsis. Okay, break it down. Man is out in the actual wilderness. He's out in the boondocks, the sticks. Okay. It's an entirely Arctic movie, so there's snow fucking everywhere. Hell yeah. And I forget if he's like a hunter or something, but this man gets lost in the woods. Mm -hmm. And The Grey means like a gray wolf. Okay. So he starts getting hunted by a bunch of wolves. It's a, it's a survival movie. So it's Liam Neeson versus wolves. And the ending works for me is yeah. The ending is like, he's super wounded. You know, he did everything to survive. He like straps shit to his knuckles and a pack of wolves are around him. And, and there's a bit, there's a giant, big, bad, like apex predator wolf, okay. like sizing him up. And like the, I'm pretty sure the last shot is just like a close up on his eyes, like all like disgruntled and bloody and bruised. And he has like, you know, not brass knuckles, but I'm pretty sure he has like glass on his hands. Mm -hmm. And then it just ends as if like he's about to have like the fight of a fucking lifetime. Dude, that, would, just like, th that would piss me off, though, because there's two scenarios there. He could win or he could lose. I know. <laughs> and it could happen very quickly one way or the other. What if the wolf just bites his jugular? He bleeds out. Then the credits roll. Right. I want to know what that alternate ending looks like. But as a young kid, I was like, Liam Neeson got out alive. He beat up all those wolves yeah. because if it was me or you in there, we were taking all the wolves. You know, people still doubt us about our wolf uh, attacking ability, and it, it bothers me to this day. That episode really, it hurt, because the comment section was basically saying, Vinny and Phil, you guys, you guys can't take a wolf. And to that, I say, yes, we can, 100%. Especially now that I'm recovered from COVID, pff, bro, I'll punch every wolf in the jugular, my guy. Forget it. I saw this one debate. It was like people in a Twitch chat wondering if you have a chance against like an eagle. That's tough. They got the high ground because they can dive up to 100 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, what? So they just <laughs> zoom. Dude, they have the sharpest talons, too. If a talon grabs you on the head, you're done, son. It's chopping open your skull like they might lacerate your head. But the second you grab that thing, 
I'm going to town. No, you would probably have to grab around its neck. You'd have to go full choke, choke that bird out, dude. Choke that chicken. But like, it's not going to one shot you when it dives, is it? <laughs> if it came down 100 miles per hour, I think it would one shot. Really? Bro, we can get knocked out just from like a punch from an average Joe, let alone mm. a fucking bald eagle <laughs> swooping down and hitting you with its talons. You think you have a better chance against the wolf than the eagle? I don't know. Baby wolf for sure. Full grown Got eagle. It. That's tough, man. I also watched a movie last night. I'm not scared of birds, but let's hear it. I watched Shang-Chi last night again. Second time. Got Master tell of the you, seven rings. Master of the uh, ten rings. Ten rings. Eleven rings. There's <laughs> ten. ten. There's fucking ten, Phil. All right. Okay. I've seen the movie twice now. Trust me. I know these things. It's a great movie. I got to say, though, the ending definitely gets a little crazy. Is it open ended? No. Well, there is, is an, gonna- there is an open. There is a vibe of open endness, if that's the way you properly say this. I just woke up there with me. There is, is there like be a sequel. Yeah, of course. I mean, he's, you know, I, I don't want to spoil it, but he's meets up with other characters. They further the plot. Uh, there's just a lot going on at the end. I didn't realize this upon my first viewing to this extent, but there's just there was a lot like you would probably sit up in your seat and be like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> there's just too much going on. I'm not even buying this at this point. This is ridiculous, but it's a great like really, really great action movie. I enjoy it. I saw a very interesting debate and I probably know where you side on this because it's just the typical Marvel debate, but mm-hmm. it went on on Reddit to talk about how the Marvel universe, the MCU movies are kind of keeping the th- movie theater industry alive. Oh, I mean, they make so much money well, and I feel like they're the, the only pandemic. movies, only movies making money. Exactly. So mm. people were like, are you grateful for the Marvel movies keeping the lights on or is it like overdone? And it's just like, that's the only reason why people are going to see movies is the point. I honestly feel this way. I feel like when there is that, you know, comic book movie fatigue, MCU fatigue, we will see it because less, less, less and less money will be made. They're still making a fuckload of money. I mean, Spider-Man literally was the, I'm pretty sure it's the 10th biggest movie of all time. I don't think there's such thing as comic book fatigue, though. <laughs> I do think it will happen eventually if the stories don't continue to evolve and like do new things because yeah it's you know good guy wins bad guy loses big friggin' surprised quote white goodman from dodgeball but we've gotten in this debate a million times on the show it's more about like the characters for me at least and i feel like that's for most people you resonate with characters you relate to characters you say how would i react if i was in that particular situation right yeah oh that person reminds <clears throat> me of this person in my life it's cool stuff yeah the good guys hopefully will win That was what was very interesting, though, about Spider-Man. I don't want to talk too much about the ending, but it is a very melancholy ending. It's fucking brutal. Can I just say it? Can I just tell you what happens? Uh, The movie's been... If you haven't seen Spider-Man yet, you're probably not seeing Spider-Man. Okay, you could tell me. All right, so spoiler alert for Spider-Man No Way Home. And actually, I think people are going to be very happy that we're talking about this because they've wanted me to break this shit down. I haven't discussed it yet with spoilers. So at the end of the movie... I won't get into deep, deep, intense specifics, but they need to do a spell where everybody will forget who Peter Parker is. So people in the universe now will know who Spider-Man is. They know Spider-Man, the hero, but they have no idea that Peter Parker ever existed. So at the end of the movie, he doesn't have his aunt because she dies. Spoiler alert. He doesn't have his two best friends. His girlfriend and his best friend, he doesn't have them anymore because they don't know who Peter Parker is. 
He goes to tell them and he realizes, you know what? They're better off without having me in their life. They're safer. They're at MIT. They're crushing it. Let me back off. Leave them alone. He doesn't have any funding from Stark Industries. Nobody knows who Peter Parker is, Phil. So he's okay. alone in a shit apartment in the middle of the winter in New York. He has to make his own suit now. And now he is officially Spider-Man. No more Iron Boy Jr. No more help from the Avengers. He is literally just a lone wolf with no friends, no family, no money. And now we get like the true Spider-Man trilogy moving forward. And it's, it's really fucking sad, man. I'll tell you right now, if everyone forgot who I was, I'm showing up right to your house. I'm knocking on the door. I don't care if you're better or worse without me. I'm going, Phil, it's me. Let me explain. We have a podcast. My name is Vinny. We met in college. We're drone buddies, right? But Peter yep. was like, you know what? I'm the best of the humans. I can't tell her that we're dating because she's in danger when we're dating. And I don't think any human would do that besides Peter Parker because he's the best of us. He's going to go back to Zendaya. I fucking you know hope that, right? he does. <laughs> he has to. They have, And she says when they're like talking, he's like, yo, you're going to forget about me after the spell. And she's like, you better find me. And if you don't, I'll find you. I figured it out once. I'll figure it out again. And again, you know, that's not a that's not a typical happy ending. I mean, my man is swinging through the city with a brand new suit. Nobody knows who the fuck he is. That's some depressing shit. Can you imagine waking up tomorrow and nobody knows who you are? They know Philion, the YouTuber. But they yeah. don't know Phil. They don't know Phil Rusnak. <laughs> Phil. I mean, it, it sounds like a good ending for a Marvel movie. Hell yeah. You you know it, Phil. You know it, baby. But for a Mar Marvel movie. <laughs> Dude, you, know, you know in the next one. Like, I can already tell you that he's going to find Zendaya. You know what I mean? Well, maybe or maybe not, though. They left, no they, left, they left that open-ended. Maybe. Maybe he meets Gwen Stacy now instead of MJ. <laughs> Just slinging all the pipe. Well, listen, he's like, yeah, you know, she's she's safer without me, MJ. But Gwen Stacy, I might have to say how you doing. You mm -hmm. know, the new suit is sick, by the way. Also, yeah, Toby and Andrew were in it. That was fucking insane. Bro, my theater, I saw it twice in theaters. First time I saw it in the theater was the opening day, opening night, whatever you want to call it. Bro, fucking portals open up and the Spider-Men walk out. The fucking theater went ape shit. I, I haven't seen anything like that since Endgame. Oh, <laughs> it was sick, right? I saw it, it again. It sounds like a college football game. Oh, dude, it was insane. And then I saw the movie again like three days later, four days later, whatever it was. Bro, literally, this was it. Toby walks through a portal. Yeah. That's One it. person clapped. I and was you, like, you were that guy. <laughs> no, I, I was waiting to see like what was going to go on because I obviously knew it was coming because I saw it already. But Opening night, you got to go opening night because after that, then you don't have like the diehard fans. Then you have people that you're like, Uncle Richie, please, let's go see Spider-Man. He's like, all right, son, we'll go. And then Uncle yeah. Richie doesn't give a fuck about Toby and Andrew. Do I give a fuck? Absolutely. By the way, Green Goblin in that movie, a menace, killed his aunt. Literally one of the best lines in the movie, he goes, Peter, strong enough to have it all, too weak to take it. And they punches him in the fucking face, dude. Savage. <laughs> Savagery, Phil. Oh, I, th I thought you meant he punched his aunt and she oh, died. No, no, no. <laughs> fucking wonky. No, he, he jumps on his glider and stabs her through the fucking stomach with the blades. Hell and then yeah. throws a pumpkin bomb at her and explodes. It's pretty crazy. That's sick. Yeah. And that, that death was brutal, too. Because you think she's going to live. She's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. And Peter's like, you're okay. You're with me. And then he touches her side, blood all over his hand. 
Leave it to Willem Dafoe to, you know, advance the plot in the Marvel movies. Because he's Dafoe. That's it. Ah, <laughs> you see what I did there, Phil? Yeah, that was good. It was excellent. It's only a matter of time before I'm in a Marvel movie. They're going to recast Wolverine, and I'm the perfect guy for the job. In the comics, he's a short king. Is he? It's 5'3". Wolverine's 5'3 in the That's, comics? There, believe it or not, this you'll never believe. There was actually a lot of backlash when Hugh Jackman was casted as Wolverine because Hugh Jackman is huge. Yeah, he's Giga Chad. He's like 6'4". Yeah. Wolverine <clears throat> height in comics. I think, I think it's 5'3". Yeah, five, and he's in the yellow suit with the blue. Dude, I could be Wolverine. I'm, I'm starting a new business, Vin. Are you really? Yeah. Let's hear it. What do you got? It's going to be a seltzer water company. <clears throat> Are you uh, about to make fun of KSI and Logan? Is this like a segue to you roasting them? No, but we can talk about that after. Okay. So you actually want to start a seltzer water company? Vin, I'm sipping on Hal's New York seltzer right here. Okay. Vanilla cream flavor. Okay. I have a... 32 pack of vanilla cream and a 32 pack of black cherry. So far, Hal's is the best seltzer I've ever had. Is that zero calorie? Yeah. Fire. Dude, oh. I, I love that you're bringing up drinks right now. I've been on the hunt for these bad boys. I talked about at the beginning of the show. Finally found them at uh, at Target. And they were not in like a case, but they were in like those, I don't even know what you would call them, but there was like a six pack of these basically or an yeah. eight pack, whatever it was. Got a shitload of these. My whole fridge is just <laughs> Zero sugar, XXX, vitamin water, and uh, five calorie diet mango Snapple. Those are my go-to drinks for the week. Here's my logic. I drink seltzer water way more than regular water. Got to do it. Like the TV static sensation, give it to me. Mm -hmm. The bubbles, yes, please. Yeah. I fucking love seltzer. Sign me up. And <laughs> some companies are really good. Like I'd say LaCroix up there mm. or LaCroix. Mm-hmm. With the little pomplin, you know, the fun cans. Absolutely. Hal's, get ready for this. Hal's New York. I'm going to read this. this to you. Let me hear this, Phil. This, you'll appreciate this. All the meatballs will appreciate this. Hal was a true New Yorker, a hardworking, straight-talking, life-loving New Yorker whose life became a legacy for so many. He was truly New York-born, New York-made, and we'll know... And we all know if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Today, we pay tribute to him by bringing you Hal's New York Seltzer, the beverage of our city. Enjoy Hal's and enjoy the bubbly spirit of New York. I mean, I want to go and meet Hal. I want to I want to invest in the company. I want stock, bro. As and a like, true New Yorker, Phil, we, we need to invest. Like it's clean packaging for sure. Mm. But I can do it better and I can make a better product. And the description would be dummy busted. He started off in drone class. Actually, let's take it back even further. He started off selling boxed water. That's it. He moseyed on over to the drone extracurricular class. He met a short Italian who had a love for pasta as well. And what did they do? They started a podcast and they discussed things weekly and their views plummeted, but they still continued to push on through. And what happened? The third eye turned into the third eye media corporation. That's now it. we sell water to celebrate his victories in life. <laughs> I love the new oh. art, by the way, my guy. Fuck, I love the new art. You like that? It's bussin'. I love the rainbow I'm, vibes. <clears throat> I made that. <clears throat> well, it's, it's actually beautiful. not rainbow. It's it's the VHS. Yes, yes. I always just assume that's like the rainbow. <clears throat> what do they call it? The rainbow cut, usually, right? That's what I say to Brooks when I want a rainbow cut in the editing. I go, yo, throw a rainbow cut in there. I think it's the color of pixels, right? Like one individual pixel? Yeah. 
I don't know. That's that's something that the comments can definitely let us know about. Mm. You know, in the where, last, where, where did those colors come from? You know, I'm going to find that. Yeah, look that up. While you're looking that up, I want to tell you about. You know, we talked about this. I believe in the last episode. I think it was the last member episode that we did. Um, you know, new ideas, new content strategy moving forward. I did like a one-off Pokemon video when I was in Georgia with my buddy Frank and Brooks is basically going to be done editing it today. 15 minutes to catch Pokemon, then we battle. And Phil, I'm telling you right now, man, I, I think if this video does well, even if this video doesn't do well, I think my main focus moving forward is going to be like one-off gaming videos. And I'm just saying, if you want to, if you want to dabble, bring you over to the Pokemon side of things, if you're free this week, we'll, we'll get some recordings going, my guy. Dude, I'll dabble. You know, I'm always down to dabble, but I can't find the answer to our question. You're just trying to figure out what is the rainbow card and its origin, if you will. Yeah, like why those colors? It's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, right? Blue, purple. No, it's not. Rainbow VHS. Let's see. Um, it's white, yellow, cyan, green, magenta, red, blue. Hmm. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, have you ever seen... Like what the fuck is the name for they that? They know what we're talking about. It's like the beep, and it pops up and it's all yeah, rainbow. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you got your gray, yellow, blue, green, purple, red. Yeah, and it, it, is it the same every time? I mean, I, there's a bunch of different ones, to be honest with you. I don't know, but go check out my new channel art if you want to see what we're talking about. And if you Hell can't yeah. picture it. You know, it's it's so crazy. I was looking at this the other day and I was actually in disbelief. Do you remember when we were kids and you would be done like watching Toy Story on VHS? If you would want to rewatch it, you had to rewind the tape. Yeah. And I know for our older audience, you guys are like, yeah, no shit, Vinny. But for those of you guys that are younger, you need to hear me out for a second. When you guys want to watch a movie, all right, you go on your iPad, you go on your iPhone, you're digital, right? You go on Disney Plus, you tap something, you rewind the little slider, you're good. What we had to do is we had to put the VHS back in a machine, okay? So for those of you that don't even know what a VHS is, it's a big block. And you put the block in a machine and you would click rewind and it would literally play the movie backwards and you would have to sit there for the amount of time it took from the credits all the way back to the opening credits. And you would literally just have to sit there and watch characters go backwards. And, blah, 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 blah. and it's so insane because I, I didn't think about that actively until I saw this post on Twitter or whatever the fuck that I saw on Instagram. That was super inefficient. But it does make logical sense. Of course it does. It's just playing it backward. It's weird though, right? Like there was no other way to do that, huh? No. Because inside the VHS, you'd have like the film, the reels that yep. would like go around the fucking little plastic things. I just fucking miss Blockbuster, man. Blockbuster Fridays were the shit, bro. You got all your candy. You'd get the movies. You'd even pick out a game towards the end of Blockbuster. You'd pick a game for your Xbox or something. Hear me PS2. out. I know that they all shut down, but you can't tell me an independent movie store store with like DVDs, Blu-ray, even like files, you know, like a USB mm -hmm. stick of movies. You can't tell me that can't exist. No, they exist for sure. I mean, there's one in the mall right now. What's that? Uh, it's like DVI or some shit. There's a store know. with basically like CDs, DVDs, all that shit. I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's like a blue banner on the on the store. I'm pretty sure. But like somebody's got to bring it back. <laughs> you know what doesn't make sense to me? No shade. How the fuck is Radio Shack still in business? I don't think they are, dude. I'm pretty sure there's still Radio Shacks. No shot. They're, they're, they're very scarce, but there's definitely Radio Shacks. You want to know something crazy? 
Everything is monopolized, Phil. No, 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 no. This is going to blow your fucking mind. Let's hear it. Do you know Pier 1 Imports? Yes. And also, I'm about to blow your fucking mind with what I just found, but go ahead. <laughs> you know who owns that? Mm, who? Ty Lopez. What? The yeah, Facebook you know guy? No. Who am I thinking? The guy of? on YouTube here in my garage. Yeah, no, yeah, this is the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. He owns Pier 1? Yeah, he bought it. Holy shit. And the only reason I bring that up is because I'm pretty sure he owns Radio Shack. Well, you want to be more mind blown right now? Yeah. RadioShack.com is literally just a cryptocurrency website now. Yeah. Do you want to know why? Because of Ty Lopez. Because Ty Lopez is bought eight brands in the last 12 months, one of them being Radio Shack, and he's stringing them together through a cryptocurrency alleged scam. Yeah, look at this. Rev, USV Atlas, Dress Barn, Pier One, yep. Ralph and Russo, the Franklin Mint, Lines and Things, and oh, Radio all Ty Lopez. That's all Ty Lopez. I, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm really upset right now. Bro, the fact that there was a Radio Shack in my town, less than a quarter of a mile away, literally, like down the road, and the YouTube scamming guru Ty Lopez is the one that buys the corporation is just like, <laughs> I just can't believe radio shack. Like we would go there and we would buy, I don't know, headphones or a radio or a wire of some sort. Now it's just a bringing cryptocurrency to the mainstream. Although there is a store option that still allows you to buy electronics. So Bro. I'm not entirely sad, but the cryptocurrency space is just, it's everywhere, man. Yeah, but it's being perpetrated by Ty fucking Lopez, nonetheless. <laughs> you know what's being perpetrated? My emotions. Wait, what, is the, what does perpetrated mean? Like, put forth? Like Perpetrated? How, how do I say that my emotions are shot? Because Ethereum keeps tanking, Phil! That's yeah, buy time, baby. Yeah, perpetrated. Carry out or commit a harmful, illegal, or immoral action. Bro, do you see how low Ethereum has gotten? Why, yeah, why right. did it start tanking the second I fucking invested? Why does this always happen? Is there someone looking down going, ha ha, the second you invest, we're going to fuck all this shit up, Phil? What is Vin, going what on here? What did I tell you? Buy low, sell high. If you follow that formula, you win. Listen, I my sold off. I only made a couple hundred bucks, mm. but I was out and now I'm buying again because that shit's low. Listen, man. Let me tell you something if, right now. If you I'm want too, to follow my trades, I'm I'll give prideful. you my trades. I'm too prideful to let it go, Phil. I got to tell you, I'm too prideful to let it go. But I feel like I have to because now we're just hemorrhaging. We're just hemorrhaging funds. It's not good. You know what you could also do, though? What's that? You just invest a set amount per month and then you average down your total mm -hmm. investment. That's true. See, if me, you I, put $500 in a month... I just went full Rambo. I just went full Rambo. I was just trying to take down everyone in the forest, dude. You went, were trying to flip a bag? Went went in there like a fucking lone gunslinger. Mm. Savage mode. But that's that's me in my life, right? I'm a go big or go home type of guy. You know, which to my successes and my detriment. Just my personality yeah. type. I mean, there's definitely some some gestalt to that way of living for sure. Yeah. You know what I want to eat for dinner tonight? 
I want, I want a big fucking Italian meal. That's what I want. Because you know why? When the clock hits 11.59, then midnight, it's my birthday. And then it's my big day. All right? Every, everybody in my life, just bring me a cheesecake. That's all I want for my birthday. I just want some cheesecake tomorrow. That's it. I brought you a cheesecake last year. You did. And it was fucking delicious, man. Also, I woke up today. Maybe TMI. There's a pimple in the center of my back that I can't reach. Severe pain. I thought you were going to say ball sack. <laughs> no, my ball sack is chilling. But you know, like one of those pimples where like when you put your shoulder blades together, you kind of feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like this, man. It's very uncomfortable. Also, I shoveled snow. It snowed in New York yesterday. I love the fucking snow. I love the snow. I don't love shoveling. I did my fucking sidewalk. I did the whole pathway on the side of the wall by my house. I did my fucking driveway. I did the fucking, you know, a couple of the streets. I did a lot of work yesterday, my guy. My back today, <laughs> fucked. Fucked, Philion. Can't even move. It's just something about it. I, I woke up at 7 a.m. just to take a picture of what my neighborhood looked like. The snow did look beautiful, though, didn't it? I'm trying to be an artiste out here, you know? Yeah. You know what I need? I realized for my car, I need one of those brushes to get the snow off. Because mm. my whole car, there's a pathway around it that I did nice so I can get in the car. But there's about two feet of snow on top of the vehicle. Got to get that off. You know, I'm surprised Elon didn't come out with an update for that. Yeah, where like the roof just heats up and then everything melts. That would be cool. I did the defrost mode, but it didn't make the snow come come off the car. But around the car, it was it was bussing. It was hot. Today's, uh, what is today, Saturday? What do you got planned for today? Any any exciting plans? Well, I told you earlier, I went furniture shopping. Yep. We were talking about that ad, before the podcast an started. adult these days. Yeah, you do be an adult. Tonight is taco night. Nice. So taco I'll be cooking Saturdays, some huh? tacos. Yeah, you know. Soft tacos or hard tacos or both? I'm a hard taco kind of guy. Mm, that's legit. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like what kind of food I want. I definitely want Italian, but I'm feeling like, <coughs> like a big bowl of pasta, maybe a meat sauce. Mm. You got to treat yourself it, on your birthday, right? True. It's true. Also, I, I think I told you this. On the last member episode, maybe not, but I was telling you how when I got back from Georgia, I was feeling really puffy because I was eating like a beast. And I wasn't really counting calories. Got on the scale, 158. Lost all my weight again. I'm chilling now. I've mastered the art of, of uh, homeostasis, Phil. <laughs> calories in versus calories out. It's just a balance. If you can master balance in your life, and I don't care if you're talking calorie counting, business, relationships. If you can man maintain and manage a balance, you're going to be well off. You're going to be like Ty Lopez turning Radio Shack into a cryptocurrency phenomenon. Or even steady, slow progress. Mm. I feel like that's often understated and overlooked. Everyone wants that overnight success. Why though? Do you, do you really feel growth when you wake up overnight and you quadrupled in subscribers? Granted, what I love that, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the slow burn though, that's how you got to do it, man. I, I would say slow burn always trumps fast rise. Not always, well, but I would say 90% of the time. A lot of the times, the quicker you go up, the faster you go down. Mm -hmm. What was that story? Icarus, he flew too close to the sun. Yeah, be, people debate like the ninja rise and fall. Do you know much about his career path? I, I wouldn't even say that he falls, that he fell. I mean, the dude made what, like 30 million from Mixer? And now he's still streaming on Twitch for like 20,000 viewers. Granted... His viewership, dude, was cracked out the gills. And now he averages not to like belittle this, but like 
two to three million YouTube views a month. So here's the thing, though. When you reach a certain level of success, there, there's an Eminem uh, lyric that he put out recently. I think it was on the Kamikaze album. He said, you know, you set the bar too high when your platinum sales are looked at as a failure. In other words, he set the bar so fucking high that even when he <laughs> sells a platinum record, people are like, oh, he's washed up. So like Ninja's still pulling 20,000 viewers a stream. Or at least I, I saw he is. when he was live, when he was live, like yesterday, the day before I saw he had like 20K in there. But like, okay. is that a failure or is that just worth comparing him to the crazy apex level that he was at a couple years ago? I mean, for sure. Because I'll, I'll take 20,000 viewers. <laughs> you want to send mean, them my yeah. way? I mean, let's get this shit. I think he topped out at 600K live viewers on Twitch. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> that's insanity. No, I know. But like, but that's still, to this day, I, I know we get meta a lot on the show, but I don't understand how, how, what, what feeds that beast? Like what on Twitch allowed him to amass that big of a fall? I just don't understand it. For Ninja, it was the perfect timing, the perfect circumstances. And he was extremely skilled at Fortnite when nobody else was really capitalizing on that game at that time to the degree that he was. So what's the next game? Because I feel like we haven't had a new Among Us or a new Fortnite or a new well, Fall Guys. Where is it? Where's the new shit? In Ninja's case and a lot of other streamers case, it was Valorant. Mm. But even then, like if you're not the best in the world, you're not going to even like compete with the top dogs. If you're really good, like, yeah, that's fine. But like people either watch on Twitch or f f this is my take on it or on YouTube live streaming in general. If you're a fucking God at the video game, mm. for example, Shroud okay. is like the king of first person shooters. Ninja at the start of Fortnite was a God at battle royales. He started mm. with uh, H1Z1, yeah. which is like, you know, it's the same like hundred people. And yeah. Yes. Last man standing wing wins. I think the whole battle royale genre died out a bit. Reignited with Apex Legends and Apex pulls a lot of viewers. Yeah, it did. A, it was huge when it was like first was on the scene. I remember Apex. Everyone was talking about it. I thought Halo Infinite was going to be big and it is big in the pro scene, but like it's not pulling the numbers like Fortnite ever did. Yeah, well, Fortnite Among was us, just insanity. Among Us reached that level of insanity, but it died out just as quick. Fortnite died out just as quick as it rose, you know? I, I really wish when Among Us, and I, I, I sometimes look in the mirror and I get mad because Among Us at its peak, that could have been my catapult. Because when I started <laughs> playing it, bro, I watched my Among Us streams after like a year went by and people like didn't give a shit anymore. Bro, the Among Us streams are amazing. Hey, that game, yeah. that premise is so good. It's so fun. I have a hard time with myself. I don't know if you guys can relate to this and just, you know, 2022 being a new year, like reflecting on certain things I do well and certain things I don't do well. I'm very bad when it comes to like, oh, that's something new. I should try that. I'm very yeah. stuck in my ways of like, this is what I do. This is what I know what works. This is how I operate. And there's a ceiling to that. We always talk about the ceiling. If a new fucking game blows up, even if it's the most obscure random shit, I'm sinking my teeth into that immediately. I'm doing it. And I'm doing, I'm doing these one-off fucking challenge videos. I'm going in. And you know what? I'm hitting 500K this year. That's the goal for myself. I'm going to write that down on my moleskin. 500,000 yep. subs by the end of the year. Let's get this shit. You're, get, you're getting the moleskin? I got two moleskins. I didn't tell you about this? 
No, you didn't. Yeah, we went shopping the other day. We were doing a grocery shopping, and we were also doing like clothes slash fucking uh, appliances. Target has everything. I, I shout out to Target, not sponsored, but you guys are great. And I went down like the writing and paper pens, <clears throat> excuse me, aisle, and I got a little moleskin. For the little, stationary aisle. Little manifestation thoughts, and then I got a big moleskin for fucking real, real drawn out goals and aspirations because things come there along you go. when you write them so for reference okay. i'm looking on twitch right now mm -hmm. rust do you ever play rust uh i've heard of rust i've never played it like there's games on twitch that are in the rotation that just get really big and then they taper out they get really big and those are going to be your rust your apex legends your league of legends your mm -hmm. fortnite your grand theft auto your valorant your dota mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. minecraft like they're, they're not going anywhere you know what i mean yeah I just, I, 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 I still wonder to this day, like, if I really went fucking hard on Twitch, could I amass an audience there that's, like, organic that would then mix with my YouTube audience? Bro, I, I do, I literally do not believe you can blow up on Twitch organically. <laughs> See, you need something else to fuel it. I, yeah, but, like, didn't Ninja, didn't, oh, a lot of these top Twitch streamers, they just blew up on Twitch. Are you saying it's not something that you can do anymore? Well, here's the thing. They didn't just blow up on Twitch. They had YouTube channels posting the highlights of their Twitch. Mm. That's and also Nin interesting, too. I feel like a Twitch highlight on YouTube performs better than a YouTube highlight on YouTube. Because I feel like if, yeah. if it's on YouTube already, people are like, oh, I already saw this shit. I don't need to watch it. But on Twitch, it's like, oh, that was on a different platform. I want to see what's going on over there. Because you know? the video interface and the UI of YouTube is so much more akin to highlights than Twitch ever will be. You know what I mean? This is very fascinating. I was watching Pokimane a little bit yesterday. She it just was, got banned. She just got banned? Yeah. Like today? Yeah. I literally was watching her yesterday. She was just doing a just chatting stream. And I was she was like, watching Avatar The Last Airbender and got banned. Damn. How long is the ban for? Let's see. Man, Philly research. She's got 8.5 million followers. So crazy. It's a temporary ban uh, because of a DMCA strike. Mm. Let's see. She was just watching it like on stream, like the video yeah. was showing and everything. Damn, that's ballsy. Well, she, <laughs> the fuck? she was. I mean, Last Airbender is owned by Viacom CBS and like. I, I, you're making money off of their show, you know what I mean? Like full on just playing it. Yeah, no, you can't do that. <laughs> I, because I, I'm nowhere near a fucking point oh 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 one percentile of top streamers, and I even you know I that. know that. Yeah, everyone knows that. <laughs> I mean, you can't uh, play copyrighted stuff, right? Isn't that just a well-known thing? Unless it's fair use, but yeah, if you're yeah. just like sitting there watching it and like throwing in a couple couple jokes here and there, trust me, I wish you could do that. I would love watch along streams, and if it's in the public domain you know what i mean like mm. not everyone has viacom cbs avatar the last airbender there's a paywall to access that content usually which means they have every single right to that content they're the oc mm. the original creators of it they have every right to just like take it down i recently uh signed up for hulu that's where i'm watching one punch man hulu's got a nice interface too i, I slept on hulu for a while and i'm pretty Absolutely. sure they got some good shit on there i think they have like all a family guy as well i gotta double check that but they got a lot of anime on there. If you're an anime fan, you want to check out Hulu. And I'm pretty sure there's like a Disney Plus Hulu 
package you can get where you basically like get both for like a little bit higher of a price, but less than getting both separately. That makes any sense. I used to be a Netflix purist being like, oh yeah, Netflix is the best streaming service, but like not anymore. Peacock. Have you ever seen Peacock? Peacock is bussing, dude. They have some crazy shit. And they have a lot of original stuff. I'm pretty sure Kevin Hart's is Kevin Hart's talk show on Peacock. I don't know, but either way, like. I know the office is on Peacock. That's the problem, though. It's like, bro, you literally because they all have great shit. HBO Max, Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, Peacock. There's another one. There's another really big one. What am I forgetting? Paramount Plus. Yep. Dude, there's so many. You want to watch SpongeBob? You get Paramount Plus. That, well, I that's, think Paramount that's Plus is owned by Viacom CBS. I feel like, bro, there's like four corporations, bro. And they fucking own everything, bro. I mean, what are we talking about, bro? You know what I'm saying, Phil? We're, we're talking Viacom CBS. We're, we're talking, talking. We're talking. There's no Discovery. more mom and pop shops, Phil. It's do you all know conglomerates. How, do you know how many brands Discovery Network owns? A lot. I would say thousands. Like their only competitor is just sports worldwide. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. That's why Ooh. Third Eye Media Corporation is going to become a conglomerate. Oh yeah, and take over companies that Coca Cola owns. This this shit is crazy. All right, so watch this. Coca Cola owns Sprite, Vitamin Water, Smart Water, Schweppes, Simply Juices, Powerade Sports Drinks, Minute Maid. Already, that's fucking ridiculous because that's like five <laughs> of the top 10 like craziest drinks. You got Fanta, Fairlife, Dasani Waters, Costa Coffee, uh, Chavita, Aquarius, Honest Bro. Tea, Gold Peak Teas and Coffees, Georgia Coffee. What does that mean? They just own all Georgia Coffee? What are we talking you about? You just here? said Fairlife, which is one of the biggest milk companies in the world. So, vitamin Water, Smart Water. Did you say Smart Water? Uh, yeah. They own Smart Water. Wait, let me just double check that because I'm pretty sure I said Smart Water. I just want to make sure we're not spreading falsities. Uh, yeah, Smart Water. It's on there. <laughs> you go to a 7-Eleven, you see all these drinks. Coca-Cola just fucking owns them all. I want to see what Pepsi owns now. Because Pepsi, Pepsi, people sleep. What? Bro, when oh, you, hold okay. on. Bro, they own Tropicana, Quaker Oats. Hold on. I want to keep reading. Story continues. Stacy's Pita Chips, Aunt Jemima, the fuck, Naked Juice, Starbucks Bottled Beverages, which I'm not even sure how that's possible. (laughs) Gatorade and Propel. They own Gatorade? Yeah, they own Rice-A-Roni and Pasta-Roni. They own Doritos, Phil! (laughs) That is, they own Cheetos! Phil, Phil, Pepsi might have Coca-Cola beat. Aquafina. Lipton, they own Lipton. They basically have a monopoly. They have a strong arm on the tea industry. Oh, yeah. They have several energy drinks, game fuel, lots of soft drinks. They own mist. Dude, I got to tell you, I, I feel like Pepsi greater than sign Coca-Cola as far as their other companies. I feel like Pepsi has more of a business savvy cutthroat business approach than Coca-Cola. And, you know, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering this correctly. The CEO of Pepsi ended up becoming like the interim CEO for Apple when Steve Jobs walked away. I'm pretty Probably. sure about that. It's in the movie. Bro, it's pretty crazy. Every CEO knows each other and has each other on speed dial. Do you think they you go don't out? Get to, to- <laughs> bro, you don't get to that level of like 
bloodthirsty capitalism winning the game, the system, life, <laughs> without being boys with the top dogs. Do you think they all go to like hibachi dinners together? And just like yes. laugh and have a good time. What What is another like big company that would own a bunch of other shit besides Pepsi and, and Coca-Cola? Procter and Gamble. Procter and Gamble? Yeah. Procter and Gamble. Let's see. I don't even know what the fuck this is. Bro, um, your mind's about to be blown. <laughs> what they own. Okay, let's see. Um. Okay, brands that are... Let's see. Oh my fucking God. Bro. Bounty, Charmin, Crest, Dawn, Downey, Febreze. <laughs> bro, they own the entire home smell yeah. good industry. Yep. Gillette, Head and Shoulders. Yep. Oral B, Pamper. See, okay, this is, this is what's fucking weird. Is there any, and I mean, is there any very successful company that is its own entity? In other words, is there just like a Febreze that is just Febreze? Or is it all under umbrellas? And if that is the case, why is everything under umbrellas? You know why? I'll tell you when why. you get hungry and you turn to a little glutton and you start eating, you start eating more. And then you just take over, bro. Well, the only way to eliminate competition is just acquisition. To absorb it. If you... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this I is mean, blowing my mind. I, I'm... Like, I knew... Bro, they own Love's Gain, Bounty, Tide, Oral-B. This Vicks. is fucking crazy. Vix. But like, is there any, I, I always thought there was supposed to be like the governing body that steps in and takes over if monopolies occur. I guess there's, this is not in that fucking realm yet. Trust busting. Biggest companies in the U.S. Well, that's that, okay. So that thing that you just described is called trust busting. It's eliminating yeah. monopolies. That was one of Teddy Roosevelt's. <laughs> one <of> his, <laughs> dude, he walked softly and carried a big fucking stick. Huge fucking stick. And he dissolved these trusts from what I remember. I could totally be wrong, but. Phil, let me give you a little pop quiz on the Sunday sauce here. I want you to name uh, what you think are the top five biggest companies in the U.S. right now. In any particular General, order. General Electric. Think, think like more specific. Like think about, I'll give you one example, Walmart. Think in that realm. Does Amazon count or is it these yeah. brick and mortar Amazon's stores? on there. You got two of the five. Okay. Wait, what was the first one? Walmart? Walmart was number one. Amazon was number two. I'm actually shocked right now. Walgreens? No, but in that C realm. CVS? CVS number four. 7-Eleven? No. Uh, is it my favorite like company? Apple. Apple's number three. So is this by revenue? I guess. Yeah. Revenue. Okay. USD. They make. What is this? What is this like range, though? It says five hundred fifty nine million in the retail industry revenue USD. I don't know. What, what is that by month? <laughs> like Literally, what no, is this? It's got to be by year, bro. Walmart has two point three million employees. Also, ExxonMobil is number five, if you were wondering. The petroleum industry. I can't believe CVS is number four. I can. Have you and seen you their fucking prices? in Rhode Island? Have you seen their prices? Bro. Is that what you said? Bro, have you, have you been to a CVS recently? Uh, yeah, the other day, actually. It's like $9 for a tube of toothpaste. I don't... Like, they have a monopoly on just like quick consumer items that you need in your house. 
and their receipts. There was a, oh, yeah, a subreddit called CVS Receipts. You know how many trees they're killing, my guy? It's the dumbest, most useless. It just keeps going. I don't understand. Yeah, my fucking printer shits the bed after one one page. I am I am seriously mind blown by this. FedEx is number 15. It's way ahead of UPS. <laughs> what about number six? Number six is United Health Group, which is healthcare. Yep. Next up is Berkshire Hathaway. Oh, yeah. It's an American multinational conglomerate holding company headquartered in Omaha, Nebraska. The company who owns Geico, Duracell, Dairy Queen, BNSF, Fruit of the Loom. Bro, Berkshire Hathaway, that's that old guy, Warren Buffett. All, bro, he owns all those companies. Dude, this is such a fascinating fucking segment. All these companies that own all these other companies. Yeah, so. Dude, Microsoft is struggling. Number 18. Warren Buffett, known as the Oracle of Omaha, is one of the most successful investors of all time. Buffett runs Berkshire Hathaway, which owns more than 60 companies, including Geico, battery maker Duracell, and restaurant chain Dairy Queen. Tesla's number 107. I could see that. Capital One, number 97, banking. I wonder what the number one banking is. Let me see. I'd say TD's up there. The first banking industry to pop up is number 97, Capital One. And then U.S. Bank Corp, 114. Bro, those banks suck. <laughs> Bro, where, where the fuck is the Bank of America at? Where's Chase? <laughs> what are we doing? They're probably owned by Capital One Holdings Group, LLC. Oh, you know what? You're right. Yep. Which is owned under the umbrella of Berkshire Hathaway, whose daddy is Elon Musk, <laughs> brother Bro, of Jeff Kroger Bezos. Kroger is 24? What? Bro, this is blowing my mind. Costco number four. I believe Costco at 14. Yeah, for sure. AT&T number 11. So they're they're just way above Verizon, T-Mobile, all that other shit, huh? Are they really? Unless Verizon's underneath like ExxonMobil for some reason. They're just in in works with the petroleum guys. Yo, there's some funk. There's some funky shit with trademark too. Did you know T-Mobile owns that color pink, so no other cell phone store can have that vibrant pink in their store? Dude, patents and all that shit is so wild too. That is fucking crazy. Same with certain colors. Like, I mean, Tiffany invented a color, fucking Tiffany blue. That is a very nice blue, though. I know you can't. You can't be taking that blue, mate. You can't be doing that. Top top 20 richest people of 2021, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett, Larry Ellison, Larry Page, Who's- two Larrys back to back, Sergey Brin, that's a Google person, Steve Ballmer, Alice Walton, Jim Walton, Robinson Rob Walton. He's the Walmart guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus, man. How do we get on this list, Billion? How do we do that? You have to exploit. That's really it. No, the key is just to go full Majin Buu and just absorb everything, dude. That's what we no, got to do. Seriously, to get to this level, you have to exploit at some level. You think so? 1000%. You know what I really want to watch tonight? The Social Network. I've never seen it. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. I, I've never seen it. And my mom like swears that it's one of her favorite movies. She fucking loves it. Dude. Mark Zuckerberg is to me the scariest billionaire we have. Yeah, he's dummy broken. He needs to be nerfed a little bit. I don't even want to talk about him because we might just get sniped later today. <laughs> he made Facebook as a rating website for the girls at Harvard. So if you watch the social network, you'll find that out really quickly. What do you mean by rating? 
Like this girl's hot. This girl's not. Oh, rating. R-I-T-I-N-G. Yeah. Okay. And he stole the fucking idea from the, the brothers, right? The Winkle boss brothers. Yeah. Who are now also billionaires because in crypto. <laughs> Listen, when yeah, you got it, you got it, man. What All right? the fuck? When you fucking got it, you got it. Sheesh. I don't, I don't get it. Like, what? Do you think me and you know, like, a future, like, billionaire besides us? Like, personally? Like, oh, yeah, that guy went to my school. Or, yeah. yeah, that guy's from my town. We will. Billionaire. Yeah. Me and you are going to know each other. I mean, what are we talking about here, Phil? <laughs> Phil, sky's yeah. the limit, baby. Listen, we're going to be the first ethical billionaires. Let me tell you something right now. I'm turning 26. When you guys are watching this, I'll already be 26. I'm wise beyond my years. You know, I might not be good at math. Let me tell you something. I'm going to figure it out. And when I figure it out and when I have that true generational wealth, that fuck you money, I'm going to take care of all my people, man. We're going to Disneyland, Phil, and we're going to buy the castle. (laughs) Okay. And we're going to have Cinderella's dinner. It's going to be sick, dude. 100%. So uh, to answer your question about a single mom and pop brand that has held their roots to the core and hasn't been absorbed by a parent company, I don't know. Does McDonald's own anything else? Own anything else besides McDonald's? See, like that's that's another thought. Um, what does McDonald's own? Let's see. Get the fuck out of here. What? No fucking chance. List of what? companies owned by McDonald's. Bro, if this is true, like, I'm done. <laughs> they own Domino's Pizza until 2003. They own Chipotle until 2006. Bro. They owned Redbox until 2009. Boston Market <laughs> from 2000 to 2007. Krispy Kreme from 2010 oh God, to the man. shutdown, whatever that means. They owned uh, Dynamic Yield. I'm not sure what that was. Is this true? <laughs> yeah bro i i would have never guessed they own chipotle funded by well, steve ellis on july 13th 1993 chipotle had 16 restaurants all in colorado when mcdonald's corporation became a major investor in 1998 by the time mcdonald's fully div- uh div- what the fuck does this say divested itself from chipotle in 2006 the chain had grown over 500 locations so they don't own it now but they did own it at some particular point <laughs> I mean, when you get to that point, you have capital. You could jumpstart other businesses and have a revenue share. It's going to make you bigger. Like, it's just, it's absorption. That's all it is. I just find that so cool. I got to tell you, because I love Chipotle cool. and I, lo- I think it's so cool, man. I love Chipotle. I love McDonald's. The fact that I could walk into a Chipotle and be like, yeah, you know, Ronald owned this at one point. The fucking clown was running through here eating burritos. Did you ever see, what's that movie with Ray Kroc? The Founder? Yeah, did you see that? I've never seen it, but it looks really good. We're not in the burger business. We're in the fucking uh, real estate business. <laughs> I mean, it's I not... I hear what you just said. Your mic cut out. It's just like... The original founders of McDonald's wanted a quality burger that you could get qu- quick. <laughs> then in walks Ray Kroc, who has that. who has that. You know what I'm talking about? And just becomes a multi, he steps on heads, cuts throats, and just becomes like the fucking man. And let me, like, let me I, ask you a question. We'll leave it at this. Honestly, I need you to be up front. Would you rather have one burger joint that you know when people walk in there, 
They're getting a bang for their buck, high quality, five-star burger every time with love, care, secret ingredient, little fucking cumin, right? Or- Krabby Patty. Or Krabby Patty. Yeah, the Krusty Krab. Would you rather have the Krusty Krab? Or would you rather someone walk in and say, hey, listen, we love what you're doing here. We want to take this model and we want to put them all over the world. Now, the quality will go down a little bit, but you're going to be wealthy beyond your wildest dreams. Your kids, 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 kids. Are they they giving me the same crazy eyes you just gave me? Yeah, just like that. Just sign here and we'll start working. I'm going to be honest with you, Phil. Sign my name. Let's start opening these McDonald's. Because here's the thing, too. I think McDonald's is fucking delicious. I don't know if it's nostalgia. I don't know what the fuck it is. I would pick a McDonald's burger over most burgers. That's just me. I love McDonald's and the convenience factor, bro. Wherever you are on earth, old reliable, it's McDonald's. Bro, Ray Kroc looks at you and fucking licks his lips. You are his target demographic and the reason why McDonald's is working. Because he, you just checked all the boxes of his entire business plan. It's it's genius, though. It's fucking crazy. I, I want to watch that. Mo- There's a lot of movies I, mean, I watch. Maybe I would sign on that dotted line and then just open up another mom and pop shop. Well, there you go. <laughs> like, I mean, that wealth would just allow you to then, yeah, you could open up Philly's Burgers and put your real tender love and care into that. But there is something to be said about, like, the machine of McDonald's. You know, no matter where you're going, no matter what state you're in, no matter what fucking hole in the wall you crawl out of, you go to a McDonald's, you're getting a good fucking meal. Not a great taste- meal, but a good meal. Reliable. It's tasting the same every single where you go. Is that necessarily a bad thing? I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. No, I think that's part of their whole machine, though. Mm. McDonald's is the biggest fast food. Last, last piece of research. I, I've learned so much in this episode. Top 10. Uh, what do we type in? Wealthiest. Top 10 successful fast food businesses yeah all right so nine most successful fast food chains number one is subway no it's not actually yes it is what the fuck yep number two is mcdonald's number three is pizza hut four burger king five kfc six wendy's seven domino's eight taco bell nine is arby's excuse me wow I can't believe Subway surpassed McDonald's. That actually blows my mind. Wait, 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 wait. In revenue or by locations? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, what is what is the what are the parameters of this? Because McDonald's wins in revenue. Oh, 100%. I mean, dude, yeah, no But shot. Subway has more locations. Wow, and the most profitable fast food businesses, number 1 is Tim Hortons. <laughs> they got the best ROI. <laughs> they got the best margins, dude. Yeah. Or at least that was number one on the list. I'm not sure if it's in any particular order. That is crazy. And then this website says, uh, ranking the top 50 fast food chains in America. McDonald's is number one above Starbucks. And this looks like, God, there's so many fucking uh, pieces of data here. Sales. Yeah, this is in sales. So number one is McDonald's. Number two, Starbucks. Three, Subway. Four, Taco Bell. Five, Chick-fil-A? They're closed on Sunday and they're number five. That's how you know you got a big cock. You don't even need to open seven days a week, dude. They're not about that Sigma male grind set. They're all about God. Wow. White Castle's number 50. They're struggling out here. Yeah. So Subway is, has the most stores and the longest reach, but McDonald's just blows everyone out of the water in terms of 
the machine. Yeah, bro. Well, think about it. You get coffee, you get your burgers, you get your fries, you get your happy. I mean, the happy meal alone. Whose idea was it to go? We got to go for the kids. If the kids like the fucking meals, the parents will come and buy more burgers. It's genius. Let's find out. Put toys in every meal. We'll put fucking toys in every meal, Phil. We should start giving away toys, bro. Fernandez de Cofino is credited with inventing the Happy Meal in 1970s when when she had the idea to create a meal specifically designed to help parents feed their children more easily. Wow. Genius. Genius. What a what a great woman. That's one of those things, though, that when you hear about it after the fact, you go, fuck, I could have came up with that shit. Yeah, no shit. We'll give the kids toys. The one go, mom, dad, take us to McDonald's. What are we doing, Phil? We got to think outside the box. That's why my water company is going to start acquiring when it takes off. Absolutely. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I fucking love you guys. We love you guys. Great episode. We learned a lot today. Let us know what is one thing you learned in this episode, huh? We'll be back on Wednesday for the next member-exclusive content. It'll be a bus and bus and respectfully. Hope I have a great birthday today. Let's get some happy birthdays for me, huh, in the comments. I love a good big day, you know? Absolutely. Hey, Phil. Happy birthday, Vin. Thank you, Phil. What do you got to tell the people, huh? Say hello to your grandmother for me. And send your grandmother to SundaySaucePodcast at gmail.com. We need more submissions. We fucking love you guys. We'll see you next time. Mwah. Peace.